Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Expert. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Lily Padman. Hello. Oh my God. This is a little tip of a upcoming thing. Mm-hmm. We had a guest on that had your same name. Yeah. And to mitigate confusion, we established early on that I would never refer to you as Monica throughout the interview. So a good deal of my brain was preoccupied with all of your nicknames. You did a great job. Until the end. It was really fun. I ran out at the end, even though that is one of your monikers. You could have said moniker. Moniker. (laughs) Yeah, fuck me. Damn it. Anyways, yeah, it was kind of a fun thing. That's upcoming. Very fun. Okay, today. You've loved her in everything you've seen her in. Absolutely. If you've seen her in something and you didn't like her in it, then you're a piece of shit and you need to get down to an optometrist, have your eyes looked at, have your ears checked because she's all around delightful. Yes, acting robot. Acting robot. My bride, Kristen Bell, is here to talk about her new show, which from the bottom of my heart is absolutely brilliant. I can't believe they pulled it off. It is called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. That's the first time I've said it correctly. On Netflix. Out now. Please enjoy Kristen Bell. We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah. Easy peasy? So easy. The best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. We are supported by Wayfair. Home should be your happy place, a space where you can relax and just enjoy yourself, whatever that looks like for you. Whether you want the ultimate man cave, a cozy Victorian-inspired nook for reading, an area for family movie night filled with all things retro or something else. And if you need help creating that space, I recommend Wayfair. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas to dining tables, beds, rugs, wall art, and more. I bought a KitchenAid mixer mixer on Wayfair. You can really get anything on there. And I'm helping a friend redo his living room, and we just... You're just on Wayfair nonstop. Yep. Yeah, it's one-stop shop. It is. They have fast, free shipping. They have everything you need for your home inside and out. They have a huge selection of home goods and a variety of styles. Whatever you're into, Wayfair is the go-to destination to help bring your vision to life. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. He's an I might have made a tactical blunder. I'm just going to be ahead of it, which is I just now 1.2 pounds, uh, Sloppy Joe, seconds before. You did uh, house it. Strug looks great. I like to power wash it once a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what you want to do with a Madeline Weintraub. We're getting close. In fact, the power washer is plugged in, so maybe this would be the weekend. Plugged in to the Uller. That's right. Bam. <laughs> oh, great, 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 great update. You're about to hear a a really unfortunate event that's happened in the last two days. Mm. Would you like to start the story? 
starting what a week ago? No, it was about it was three days ago. Three days ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Irrelevant. Doesn't Sometime matter. Sometime this week. I just want people to know how long you were smelling it. Yeah, I will. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm. Okay. So in our bedroom, you know, the girls sleep on the floor of our bedroom, and a few nights ago, I smell a really raunchy smell, and I'm like, "Who's farting?" Uh oh. Right. You and, go to the obvious first. Right. All three of them are like, sorry, it's me. Mm. So I go, okay, my family has gas. Big D, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make up in the morning. Wow. Nobody's gas has dissipated. Something smells, but it also smells like it's burning. Oh. I'm glad you're pointing this out because I might have even mentioned this on the show a, a couple of weeks ago. Is I had profound gas one night. And so I woke up to you opening up like the French doors, like full blast. Mm -hmm. I needed oxygen. <laughs> right, right, right. You were you were trying to create a nice crosswind to whisk away the smell. And of course, I felt quite guilty because I knew minimally I contributed to it and perhaps was the leader of it. So yeah, to work in conjunction with the flow of the gas coming out of you, I wanted it to go out of the window. Right, right, right. So we had an explanation-ish, which was the gas. Yeah. Yeah. But next morning, still smell it. God, you know what? I'll wash the sheets. Okay, great. Wash the sheets. Nothing. You know what? I'll open the French doors again. I'll light some candles. That always does it, right? You yeah. aerate the room. That night, I go to bed. I'm like, does anybody else smell this like rotten garbage, like burning garbage smell? Now, Delta, the little one, she is smell sensitive. So she goes, you know what? I do smell it. Lincoln and Dax. We're out. It was like motorcycle riding. Let's go. She is yeah. very sensitive to smells. 100%. Yeah. But Lincoln and Dax can't be bothered. So Delta and I are, well, being gaslit. Oh, to, literally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to put it plainly, Dax and Lincoln are like, there is nothing in here. We're watching how it's made, which is what we watch to go to bed. So the next morning, I'm like, I got to figure out what this is. Right. We all go to work and go to school. That evening, I said, Lincoln, get up here. We're smelling every square inch of this room. There was also just, I want to add, we conscripted the girls to look under the, all the furniture in the room thinking there could be a stray dog turdy. Right. Oh, yeah. that's a yeah. good... A, a dog doodle. Yeah. A dog doodle or... Yeah. A pooty. A, a dog pooty. <laughs> or know. maybe a crotcho fell underneath the bed and is Chicken rotting. Wings. Something. If food gets eaten up there. So I lean down and smell the mattress, Dax's corner, his feet corner of the mattress. Mm, and okay. I almost hit the deck. <laughs> I almost passed out. Oh. It was so strong. And I said, Lincoln, get over here. Don't gaslight me. Tell me if this smells. <laughs> she smells it. She's like, ooh, that is raunchy. We uh, lift up the sheets. It's not the sheets. Uh, I lift up the mattress cover. It's not the mattress cover. Well, mm. it's saturated, but I lift up the Uller. The Uller smells. And just really quick, an Uller is this nice little bladder that goes over your bed and then it runs through a, a network of tubes either warm or cool water, whether you want to warm the bed or cool the bed. Right. And I'm a sweater, so I use it every night. Continue. Yes. And it needs to be filled with water. And every time it beeps and says it needs water, you say. What do I say? Oh, she's a thirsty bitch. Oh, there you go. That's oh, what you say. She's a thirsty bitch. Yeah. Well, obviously I'm not using it in the day. So it's always a nighttime escapade. And right. So, you know, I'm half asleep or whatever it is. I'm not at my best. No one's at their best. The room, and I can't turn on all the lights. Right. Let me just add one thing. This story does have a point. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> okay. I need everyone to know that. So I run downstairs, get to Axe. I'm like, I found it. I found it. This is what smells. He sits on the end of the bed and he goes, oh my God. I remember a couple nights ago, she beeped like she needed water. Mm -hmm. she, she was thirsty. She was thirsty. And he grabbed... A cup of liquid. Oh, no. Well, let me just, I got to just add a detail. Every night's the same thing for me. As you know, I bring in two blender bottles full of water. Mm -hmm. I consume one of them, and then the other one goes into dumping the Keurig. In my mind, I always have two 
fresh waters in the blender cups. Right. And I'm sure that in your mind, that's all you have on your nightstand. But yeah. you have like <laughs> a bunch of tokens, a bunch of knickknacks, you have some sunglasses, you have a ton of tissues, you have some workout powder, some pre and post workout powder, you have a protein shake, you have books, tissues, you have I get so many tissues. I have allergies, folks. So the point is, it was messy. He grabs a bottle of liquid, pours it in there. Turns out it was probably an old protein oh shake that's God. been running through the Uller <laughs> for two days. Long, that is longer, longer. So disgusting. It had been uh, 10 days before I had dumped that in there. Ugh. That's irrelevant. It is. The point is we were well, sleeping. Well, I just wanted everyone to know it had some time to rot. Burning garbage. Yeah. So then Oof. I look it up and it's like, yes, it has a UV setting. Great. We put the UV setting on. It, Get it, real. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't flush pooty through there, pop on the UV and expect mm. to have drinking water at the end of that. No. So I no. take it off. I put it in the tub. I try to drain the water out of it. That doesn't really work. Dax takes it downstairs and hooks up the power washer to it to uh-huh. push everything out of the tubes. Sorry, Uller. I'm sure they're like, that's not what we designed it for. You're not supposed to put no. a power washer into <laughs> no. the tubes. No. Also, it doesn't take pre or post workout powder. It also might have been Athletic Greens. It doesn't take Athletic Greens. Don't put a protein shake in your Uller. I remember, as I admitted later, I should have brought this up. I should have. This is a failing on my part. But again, it was the middle of the night. I was like, oh, this bitch thirsty. And then I poured it all in. And then when I set it back on the nightstand, I thought, was that liquid red at the bottom? And the only thing red I have is the pre-workout you spoke of earlier. So I think perhaps there was some pre-workout, maybe. So Kristen found it, right? But we concluded it was very late. We all had to go to sleep. So we go to sleep. Or slept on it. it? Yeah, because you couldn't smell it at this point because we had washed the sheets and the duvet cover and the pillowcases and everything. So if you didn't put your nose in it, you weren't getting all that much. And we agreed, like, we'll do this in the morning because it was late when you discovered that. Previously, I couldn't even smell it in the air. But once I got a scent, like a hound dog, the whole night, it's all I could smell. And I was having a dream all night where (laughs) I was being asked to fix this and I was trying to get the water out, drain that, and I needed vinegar in my dream, I decided. I knew vinegar was gonna solve this. And about halfway through the process, I turned a light on because it was too dark and I realized when I had poured out the Uller, that the excrement was like all these larvae in a pupil state, black. Not just was the whole floor black with maggots. I had been standing in it and it crawled up my legs. So now I have pupil state bugs all over my legs and I need vinegar so bad. And I kept dumping shit in it and it kept smelling it because in real life I was smelling it in my sleep. Like when you have to pee at night and you have a dream that you pee and then you're walking away and you're like, God, I still gotta pee. I've done, I don't know if you guys do that. You ever do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that. It was very eventful the last couple of days. Oh. So the Uller is currently drying on chairs on the deck. And it smells terrible. Still. I don't think it's going to be. Um, it's going to be a full total. Yeah, I believe oh, it's That's a real bummer. <laughs> so the Uller is cool. Like you can have each side of the bed have a different temperature and, uh-huh. and stuff like that. I put mine on warm usually. Yes. Yeah. So while you, Dax, were out of town, I stayed with Molly one night. Uh huh. And they have an Uller. And I was sleeping on Eric's side of the bed because you guys were out of town. And his side of the bed (laughs) is so cold. Mm, I mean, mm -hmm, it is like zero degrees. mm -hmm. And I was wrapped up in all these blankets, but it doesn't matter because you're laying on top of it. Of ice. And it was mm-hmm. so cold. And then when Molly would go to the bathroom, I would just touch her side, which was so warm. <laughs> I was just it. like trying to get some warmth when I could. It was it, it, freezing. And I was like, wow, he sleeps like this yeah. and likes it. 
Okay, hold on a second, though. You and I have had a couple different debates about the fact that you and Molly clearly have a burgeoning romance. You go on romantic vacations. Yes, and you guys are in hot tubs together Mm -hmm. drinking wine and looking at each other at the sunset. Mm -hmm. Now come to find out you guys are also sleeping together. Well, if we're going to have a sleepover, we're going to share a bed. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I mean, we do that. If we're going to be in a hotel or something. Well, yeah, because we want to chat. Sure. Yeah. We want to chat and we want to talk right until the moment where we go to sleep. Maybe it's a gender thing. I mean, Aaron and I will sleep in the same bed, but as you guys know, we're both too big to kind of share a bed and his snoring historically has been an issue. Well, n- no, because like when Jed slept over, there was a time you were out of town when the girls were really little and Jed slept over and we slept in the same bed. I mean, Jed is not interested in women so that right. th- there was no threat there, but he's also my best friend. And then as you remember, Bob- our pool guy took oh. you aside a couple oh, sure. days later oh, oh, sure, and sure, freaking sure. tattled on me. Yeah. He said she had a man sleepover, Dax. And uh-huh. I was like, Bob, why don't you mind your business? <laughs> I know, I don't like that. Back off, Bob. <laughs> I mean, it's nice, like, he was doing that for you, but also yeah. it's uh, it's rude. But, like, Bob doesn't have bro code with you. Well, I just, in Bob's defense, he predates you. But he like, doesn't you- know the, the situation you guys have. Maybe he, he it's doesn't, fine. Which Bob is why made he- assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just brought it up. He didn't say, like, your wife's cheating on you. He just said, it seems like I need to tell you I've, I saw a man coming and going while you were out of town. Look, A, Bob is older than us. He's from a one or two generations prior to ours. So, you know, he's got a different thing he's working yeah. with. Yeah. I just now I feel like there's surveillance. We don't have him anymore, sadly. Now that's yeah. Carly and Yurt's problem now. Well, yeah. he's not dead. No, right? we, no we, we didn't haven't lose lost him. No. We just moved. Yeah. No, we fucking love Bob, and Bob's still <laughs> under the employ of that house. And now probably keeping an eye out, I imagine, for Yurt. <laughs> he's probably, so. probably watching my sister like a hawk when he's over there. <laughs> Although I wonder if he'll flip it for her and keeping his, well, his eyes on Yurt. If it's about loyalty, it should be... Carly. Yeah, it should be that he's looking out for Carly. Yeah, because they've known each other for 16 plus years. Okay, so we are here to talk about your new show. And and your colonoscopy. Oh, oh two ooh. hot topics. Ooh. Hot. Well, let's start with the colonoscopy. Okay. Does that sound? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you had one. I had an elective colonoscopy. Performed by Bob, our pool guy. Right. Well, he had all the tubes. <laughs> Did you use the Uller tube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, okay. Oh right. my Icky. God, maybe, maybe that's, that's why smell. it smells. Uh-huh. <laughs> it all adds Shoot. up. So yes, you're supposed to start getting colonoscopies, I think at 45 and 40, if you have any family history, I do. So I was like, get in there. Yeah. And I'd never had one before. And you can't eat for 24 hours. It used to be that you took this like dank liquid, but now there's pills. I've had like six or seven of them, only had the liquid previous and then when you got one of course there was some breakthrough in technology and you walk in with a little bottle of pills and yeah. i was like what the hell is this they were quarter size pills and you had to take 15 of them 10 hours before and then five hours before so i took it at night before i went to bed and then i wasn't i guess prepared for what was going to happen afterwards <laughs> because it really is like it's drano <laughs> full clean out yeah, it's yeah. absolute drano it's a power wash if you will it is yeah yeah ding 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 you have to wake up at three in the morning and do it again here's what i wish they would have told me you don't eat for 24 hours okay that's fine i get that you also don't sleep for 24 hours because you are up power washing your insides right yeah. the whole night you can't go to the bed it's unbelievable so i prep 
I wake up in the morning. I'm so exhausted. I go in, but I'm also kind of excited. You know, like I like having medical information. New audience. Oh, yeah, also yeah, new yeah, audience. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know, I love doctors. I got a yeah. thousand Your questions. Your mom is a nurse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot to be done there. And I walk in, everything was super duper easy, super duper nice. The week prior when I was filling out the forms, I had taken Lincoln into the office and she looked at my doctor and it was like, nice to meet you. And she said, are you the doctor that's going up my mom's butt? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I went and it was absolutely great. Everyone was so nice. Now, when I was on the table, like being prepped prior to getting the anesthesia, I felt like I asked them a thousand medical questions. I just felt like I had all of them. There were like eight people in there. Not gastrointestinal no. stuff, just all yeah, encompassing Anything. health issues. Yeah. Right. How long do you flush a wound out? Like all these <laughs> things, like, is it actually better to cover a scab or do you want to let it dry out? You know, like all the things that you would want to Wait, ask. Is this under anesthetic or pre-anesthetic? Pre. Okay. Oh, pre, okay. pre, pre. Okay. Okay. And then they give me the anesthetic and of course I remember talking for 0.5 seconds before I was out yes and then when I woke up nothing was uncomfortable they said I aced the exam okay and I said did I say anything fun while I was waking up from the anesthesia and she said you complained a lot about the toilet paper in your house (gasps) okay because (laughs) what I realized is I had slept in a separate bedroom because I knew I was going to be up on the toilet all night. Sure, in and out, in and out. And somehow the motorhome toilet paper, which is really easily biodegradable and disintegratable, was stocked in that spare oh, bedroom. It's like less question. than one ply. Oh, it's it's like using cardboard. Yeah. Thin cardboard. Okay, now I didn't ask this at the time. I let this blow right by because I didn't want to get in a dust up over this. But now that you're here on air, it seems like a good time for a dust up. Are you positive that was motorhome toilet paper and not that horrendous fucking toilet paper you bought so that there'd be no plastic waste? I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have <laughs> to look Because I'm pretty into- certain it's that one you got and I finally said, look, I love the environment, but I can't be putting my finger through the tissue every time I wipe my butt. There's got to be some kind of standard of performance in toilet paper. Now, there's some other things you can... There's wiggle room, right? Your water pressure is 30 PSI instead of 45. You can live with that. Right. But you grab some tissue, you've made a mess back there, and the last thing you need to add to your plate is that, is, is a puncture. Yeah, so finger I, brown. I hate to say this, but I think you may have been hoisted by your own petard. Okay. All right. That's fair. I don't have enough information to have I just have don't a know retort. how the moho toilet paper would have got into the house because it only lives in the moho. Well, look, there are miscellaneous <laughs> items all over the house. I mean, That's there, true. That's there true. are books all over the floor. Mm-hmm. There are rolled up rugs on a shelf. Like, there's a lot of items in different places in the yes. house. So, wasn't that far we off. We have a distribution center. Yes. As we've said. And also, the girls just walk through rooms and it's like a teenager late night in a grocery store. They're taking things off of shelves and putting them <laughs> where they don't belong just for shits and giggles. Rethinking it two aisles over. Yeah. And just, yeah. just because they're mischief makers. Anyway, the only other thing that happened was when I was waking up, they said, you did tell us all that you would teach us how to play spades. All the nurses (laughs) said that. I promised them I'd, you guys got to know how to play spades. I'm going to teach you. And I don't remember that at all, but apparently I was dreaming of spades. Also, if you don't know the game spades, what do you even think this game is? Is it like an athletic game? Is it pickle? Is it baseball? Is it like, what are you offering to teach them? Do they even know it's a They had no idea. But what they're supposed to do to someone under anesthesia Aesthetic is just go, yeah, okay. Yeah. Great. Why? Well, I think because anesthesia in your brain, uh, these are all assumptions I'm making. You didn't yeah. ask them. 
I didn't. She was triaging her questions. So first was like right. scabs, had yeah. to get an answer to that. Yeah, well, so. no, this was when I woke up. I was assuming that if someone's groggy, you don't ask them to be at full capacity. You sort of just agree with them and you say, do you need to pee? How are you feeling? Are your eyes blurry? Like you're doing an actual medical triage on mm. them, not asking them to make sense. And I imagine these doctors and nurses hear a lot of bullshit falling out of people's oh. mouths. Well, you, Uncle Grandpa, famously under anesthetic, said something about, I'd like to play with my pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> he did? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I, I may have the exact sentence wrong, but it was definitely like childlike about that he plays with his pee-pee. This person, Uncle Grandpa, is a very esteemed intellectual. Oh, yeah. He's the last person you think you're going to hear say, I play with my pee-pee. Does he, <laughs> Do Grandma know no, she I, said he said Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I think it's a pretty well-known story. We remember my story. Oh, yeah. told once before, but it's worth repeating, I think, now because we're on the topic. But I went in for a colonoscopy and ironically or not, I was, I want to say like six years sober when I did this. And I actually was thinking, cause I got sober at 29 the first time. And so I was like 35 and I prepped on an airplane ride back with Kimmel from Memphis and they had gotten Blue City Barbecue, my favorite barbecue in the world. So the prep was miserable, it was torture cause I just sat and watched people eat barbecue, couldn't eat, blah, blah, blah. Had been also thinking in my head, not like planning, but wondering as addicts do like i got sober so young and i'm not as crazy anymore and i'm not as all these things i wonder would i have a different reaction to drugs this is what i was thinking just prior to things so i go in for the colonoscopy i get the plunger and i feel it and i go oh right oh my god that's what drugs feel like immediately it was like all oh, right i can't <laughs> like this isn't for me i like this too much and then the woman says can you feel it and then I say, as I'm drifting this like out, I go, well, you just went from a six to a 10. Sincerely thinking that's a funny joke. The woman wasn't a six at all. I know we're not saying this anymore, but this is an old story. And by the way, the nurse was beautiful. So to me, it was an obvious joke. It's also a nag. Well, it's a drinking joke. Or I'm going to drink you beautiful is a right. old drinking oh. joke. And it's just not the thing to say no. to a nurse who has needles no, and no, the ability no, 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 no. to knock you out. A woman doesn't want to be objectified or evaluated, even in the context of a joke. But again, those were my intentions. Alas, I wouldn't do it again. Alas, I was also fucking on yeah, drugs for the first time it. in mm -hmm. seven, eight years. And this is the point of the story. So I don't remember that. I remember feeling that feeling and then coming to letting out like a 95 second fart that I couldn't, I couldn't believe it wasn't gonna stop. The first thing I asked oh Kristen is like, God. did you have a 90 second fart? Wow. Okay, shit. I, gotta, I guess I gotta, it makes sense. So much air. They put like six feet of camera up yeah, your ass. Yeah, that does make sense. I don't uh, remember. I, I'm jumping back one more colonoscopy just quickly because Laura took me to my first one, my mom. And so she was waiting for me. And you know, it's in one of these recovery rooms where there's like 20 beds and little sheets around things. Mm -hmm. And I'm in one little sheet. And my I mom. I had a private room. Well, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> At the Hyatt. <laughs> I you thought, maybe, done at the peninsula, I thought right? maybe when I had the seizure and you were there, you were going to get us into a private room and your presence did not. I didn't do Jack. Oh, no. man. Okay. First colonoscopy, I come out and I'm laying on my side and the nurse says, you're going to feel the need to pass gas. That's natural. And as I'm about to say, I, go, I don't feel like a 90 second fart to the point where it's so long that I, I think <laughs> oh they've punctured a hole at the top, like air's going through. What's going on? All of a sudden, I hear my mother start giggling, 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 louder, 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 louder. Christiana, she's in hysterics. By the time they wheel me over to her curtain, she's opening it to go to the bathroom because she has tinkled in her pants a bit. So 
She laughed so hard from my loud fart that my mom peed her pants in the recovery room. What a family. Farts are what funny. What a fucking family, Wait, though. Wait, your mom was also getting one at the same time? No, she brought me because I was, oh, 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 I see, I was I like 17 or 18 and I had Happy. to be driven home and everything. Oh, wow. And so she just was like nine feet away with only little curtains separating me oh. from her from the 90-second fart. Wow. Okay. Now, fast forward to the one I said, you just went from a six to a 10. Don't remember saying that. I come to, and the nurse is giving me a ton of toot. She goes, I see you didn't do your prep. And I go, what? <gasps> and she goes, there was some stool in there. <laughs> she literally was shaming me. That is so and embarrassing. I go, and I go, no, no, I did the thing. I did, everyone was eating ribs and smoked sausage. I didn't have a fucking bite. And I did the fleet thing and I've been, no. She's like, no, you didn't. You had stool in there. She must have said I had stool in there four times. I was so shamed by her. And so I got home and all that stuff's wearing off and kind of I'm getting little snippets of what happened throughout the process. And I remember saying that joke to her. Oh, it was that lady? It was that nurse. All of a sudden I remember myself saying that. And I was like, that is why you don't do drugs because you lose your self-awareness of what's appropriate, what's funny, what will make people feel good. And then there's wreckage. Mm -hmm. The woman shames you about your stool for a long time in front of the other doctors. And she goes home insecure. If you're listening, woman who shamed me, you're fucking beautiful. There we go. And I did not have stool in there. We both <laughs> well, know. No, we know two I things to be no, true. No, 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 no. We know two things to be true. You're a fucking smoke show, and there was no stool. <laughs> but you were fine. You didn't have anything? No, I, no polyps. A plus. Good. And the cool thing about colonoscopies now, guys, which is another reason to sign up to get them, is anything that they find in there, like girls know a ton what polyps are because we have pap smears forever, and they can remove it while you're under, while you're getting your colonoscopy. So he saw Anything he didn't like, he saw a right hand turn up there that he was not into. Snip, yeah. snip. They remove them as they find them. As they find them, which is so great. You don't have to come in for another appointment. The other thing I got was there's a breath test now, and you can mm. do this through the same colonoscopy doctor, your gastrointestinal person, where you put like a oxygen mask onto your nose with mm. the little two tubes, and you just breathe normally for 15 minutes. And this gigantic mainframe from the 80s no printer it looks like oh. a gigantic xerox printer <laughs> tells you whether or not you are a candidate for stomach cancer oh so it tells you so it doesn't cool. tell you if you have have it but there is a there's a bacteria that is a precursor to stomach cancer and it tells you if you have that bacteria so if you have it your gi doctor goes take these antibiotics we're getting that bacteria out of your body if you don't have it he's like you literally can't get stomach cancer i'm gonna add another pro tip in there while you're out, if you elect to get put out, as I did, ask them to also run the camera down your throat because I'm only going to speak for men. We see a lot of men in the news who get throat cancer, tongue cancer. So often that is from HPV. It's from oral sex in your youth. And you would see them on your genitals, but you, of course, don't see them in the back of your throat or the mm -hmm. back of your tongue. So as we all know, HPV can come cancerous. So you want to get a fucking, you want the, that camera to go down your throat too. But here's the thing. My doctor told me that my breathing test was so that they didn't have to put a camera down my throat. But you also had an HPV vaccine. You're young enough that you were vaccinated for HPV. Correct. Which I wasn't. No one my age was. Well, no, but what I mean is the breath test is a replacement for 
a down the throat. No, it'll show if you have the precursor to develop stomach cancer. But not throat. It's not going to show warts in your throat that have become cancerous. That mm. The breath test won't do that. Wouldn't you have like scratchy throat all the time? You don't have a ton of nerve endings in your esophagus because it would feel painful as you swallowed all the time. Like you can kind of, if you notice, like even you the other night, you thought you had something stuck in your throat or you something maybe swelled up or whatever. You had a lump in your throat. And then you, honey, I brought it up you when she said this, that you often feel like your pill gets stuck in the back of your throat when mm -hmm. you swallow it. The reason that there's so much ambiguity, I don't think a pill can get stuck in your throat like that. I don't know. The point is, it's not like if something was on your hand, you could feel so much about it. You'd be able to tell exactly where the item is on your hand. You have all these nerve endings. You have some tactile sense of what it is. Your throat's not like that. When I was little, I had what we thought was strep throat, but when they looked, I did have ulcers up and down my throat, and it, it I mean, it hurt so bad. It felt like I thought I had strep throat, so yeah. I could feel it. Wasn't it like a kind of broad pain and not an acute? I don't remember. Okay, because when I've had that, it's like a soreness in a band around where that stuff is, mm -hmm. and it's not like a cut on your hand or whatever. I don't know how much what you're saying applies to everyone because and maybe this is just because I have worked with my throat as a tool for my job for 25 years. Mm -hmm. I am insanely aware of every part of my throat, my throat muscles, my soft palate, my hard palate, my esophagus when it's closed, when it's open, the flaps, the vocal cords. I have a, an extreme sense of acute awareness down there. Sure. Let me go in reverse. Your organs don't have nerve endings like your skin, right, right? right? You can't feel the inside of your stomach. You can't feel the inside of your heart. You can't, like you get stabbed. Most people that get stabbed, they'll feel it like on the entrance and the exit, but they're not, you can't feel your organ get punctured so much. Mm. There's really no purpose to it because the pain sensor is all for you to move, right? right? So you feel it on your skin, so you move, but what are you gonna, how are you gonna move if something's in your stomach cutting it? Although remember that one chapter in The Body Keeps the Score, my favorite book, where the woman was having a hysterectomy and her anesthesia took, but her pain medication did not. Mm. And so she was under, mm. she was completely oh knocked God. out, but she could feel everything they were doing. And so she felt them going inside. She said it was uh, so hard to articulate the sensation, but it was as if she was on fire. Oh. And when she woke up, she actually didn't remember for a while, but she started experiencing symptoms of PTSD at home. And she Pits, started- tits, slits, and dicks? She started seeing a therapist <laughs> and they were like, like, I wonder why you're so irritable, why you're having these outbursts, why you're having this depression. And they did some sort of therapy session on her. She started remembering that oh, she wow. was awake during her the body surgery. was experiencing all the pain, even yes. though she wasn't alert. And it was just a mistake, but she had PTSD because of that. What did that story just made you think of, Monica? I went straight to the virgin who got pregnant story. Mary? You think it's a fable? No, don't you remember? There is a virgin who got pregnant because oh, she got stabbed in the yeah. uterus or somehow semen was on, maybe in her stomach. And she got yeah. stabbed twice and the semen actually Something got stabbed weird. into her ovum and she had a baby and she was a virgin. There has been a but virgin birth. There was birth. a stabbing involved. There was a stabbing involved. Well, that seems so, like so many variables. It seems- Impossible. Impossible, yeah. but it was in a news article. It is impossible, but when you put 7 billion people on Earth, guess what? The impossible Some starts stuff happening. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Stay tuned for more Armchair Expert, if you dare. Hey. 
Have you had any, Monica, PTSD about your earrings yet? No, I haven't. My ear is healing lovely. Oh, I picked wonderful. Up, I picked up some scabs a couple nights ago, so I, there might be some open, a tiny bit of open wound. But it's doing great. It's doing great. The swelling has gone down. Oh, good. It's on the mend. It is on the mend. All I have to do is decide, do I do that again? Do I repair? Can I suggest maybe some of these guys to you while you're thinking? So the guest oh, has like removed one side of the headphones. She's exposing mid-ear, I would say, on the proximal side. No, on the distal side of the earlobe. A cuff. Three separate cuffs. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. I can't see the three separate right now because my eyes are bad. Rob, you got it? You want to grab a... We're going to get an ECU of this. Okay, hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah. So they're by Fry Power. Oh, good. Another which is a <laughs> very cute jewelry company. And it's the one we had to make Laura's ring. Remember Laura's birthday ring that oh, we made? Yeah. yeah, Fry Power. And they're all of these awesome like enamel... Ear cuffs. Oh, Rob's really Cute. getting in there. He's doing a great job. I love an ear cuff. It's not uncomfortable. Zero. I can't even, I don't even know that it's there and that's even under the headphones. Anyways, I was just <laughs> thinking that since you you do want more ear jazz and I you want to tell a bigger story. I do. That's what you call it, an ear story. Yeah, oh, do. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are and they using our word eventis? No. No, it's a neck mess. How you set your necklaces up is a neck mess, and how you do your earrings is an ear story. Oh, my god! You don't know anything. I don't. Get out of that chair. <laughs> so I was just saying, these might be a cute interim of, like, maybe you don't want to go for the piercing. Yeah, a you can do some of these. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll consider it. And in your mind, how what have you filed as being the reason that that happened? Do you think you're allergic to gold? Do you think there was something wrong with the earrings? What what do we think happened? Because it's two for two. It's not like one got infected. You're right. And- if I'm being honest, another one was infected as well. So I have three piercings on the lobe, okay. on each lobe. And then I had the two cartilage piercings. When I got the two cartilage piercings, it, that's when I got the third lobe piercing. Mm -hmm. So my left ear, that third lobe also got infected. So the place had some dirty shit. I pulled that one out yeah. when I was at my parents' house and my ear was black. Hey. And then my mom, of course, took the opportunity to berate me and remind me that when I was little and I got my ears pierced, I had a lot of issues with the earrings, oh. that I can only have pure metals. Pure metals. And, I mean, solid gold. Surgical steel posts. Yes. And so the earring must not have been. And it was, like, black and weird looking. Did you go to, like, the mall for these? No, I went to a really good Can I also place. say one thing that is another theory? And yep. this is just the mom and me. If you touch an open wound that's trying to heal, you get bacteria in it. And you play with those earrings mm. so often, Monica. And you're always talking about take pus the note, and Monica, scabs take the and smells. And it's like know, you're putting, I know, but you're putting bacteria from your hands in there when they're trying to heal. Like, I wonder if you try it again, would you do an experiment? Like, if you get any other piercing, she won't. She won't would you just go, okay, for one month, I'm actually not going to touch it. I can promise you that I'll try. Oh, wow. But I can't promise you that I can execute because I don't want to let you down. And it's hard for me no, to. No, you're not letting me to down. Not touch it. I didn't touch the third lobe very much. I did touch it some. <laughs> but that's much. it. You're putting you're putting bacteria from the world into that tiny little hole that's trying to. it daily. When you don't realize you, you do something, I think you don't realize how much you, you touch you're it. You're right. Sure. Anna has yelled at me 
a lot about um, that. Okay. She catches me a lot touching the earrings and she yells. Your food and. Yeah. Yeah. Can you show mom your legs? Well, never mind. You, you moisturized the shit out of them I since didn't. yesterday. You didn't? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. They're really hairy right now. Yesterday, Monica was comparing legs with the guest. Very similar skin tone, Monica and the guest. And Monica was complaining about being ashy. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've, we've had now this eight-month debate that ensnared all these other celebrities into having to tell them, everyone, about their bathing rituals because I've urged Monica to stop washing her limbs and going to the PTSD model, which is pits, tits, slits, and dicks. That's all you wash when you shower. Pits, tits, slits, and dicks. She won't even try it. I have tried it, kind of. Pits, slits, Tits, tits and, dicks. and dicks. Why do you wash your tits? I don't just because it makes the That's rhyme complete. That's what I said. It's, because an armchair really... came up with pits, tits, and slits. Okay, got it, so got we'll it. So we keep tits in there because it makes it I more mean, exciting. you don't want like oils on it. Your areolas maybe. There's a hole I've in never there. Washed my boobs. I, I've never washed my bras. Lying. I wash my bras three times a year. And we know why because yesterday one got fucking destroyed. You had to put one in the grave. I mm. had to put a bra down yesterday. It was really why? sad because it snapped in the washer, which tells oh. me I have been washing that bra too often. <laughs> Great conclusion. Are you drying This them? is the kind of conclusion Monica will have as well. You're not supposed to dry them. They're not to be dried, Braziers? No, you want to you no. hang oh. dry those. That and like workout clothes, oh. anything with spandex. But you should also wash your face. You have to. You have no, to no, no, I disagree with that, but you that's fine. Well, I'm not, I'm, that's not a hill I'm going to die on. But the arms, you don't need to wash your arms and your legs. They're in pants all no. day. You water, want them to smell good. You, all you do is the water goes over and you just... By the way, every dermatologist in America has got on the message boards to confirm that I am right <laughs> yeah. about this. So I'm what not do they even, say about feet? Because I've never washed my feet and the no, only thing... You're supposed to pee on them. Okay. <laughs> Slow down. Okay. So the the only thing is, when we were on The Good Place, Mike had written a line that where Eleanor was being made fun of by Michael, Ted Danson's character, and he's like, this says here you never wash your feet in the shower, and Eleanor kind of looks guilty. And then that day, I said to one of the writers, I was like, wait, I, but you guys are making a joke, but I never wash, I've never washed I my never feet. I never washed my feet. Can no. I tell you something? If you're listening, fucking absolutely don't wash your feet in the shower because it's dangerous as fuck. You might as well put ice on the bottom That's of your tub. If you are so hell-bent on washing the bottom of your feet, after you're out of the shower, sit on the toilet mm -hmm. and then wash them with a washcloth. Scrub do not put up. soap on your feet. You could sit in the tub and do it. Still, it's like you're going to make positive you got no slippery soap yeah. on the bottom. You're going down. You're talking concussion. I also kind of feel like with shampoo and soap falling to the ground, enough hits my feet and rinses them. Also, what you should pee feet. on your feet. That's how you can avoid getting athlete's foot okay because Girls have your a urine time with that yeah. you can aim and yeah. we can't you're right yeah. you're right you're right yeah. i mean i guess right. you could pee and then just like step all in it i well what about those little baby buckets back when i was a baby there's these little tiny little things they would give babies baths in you know what i'm talking about huh? yeah it's just kind of like a rubber plasticky mm -hmm. little baby tub put that in your shower and then fill step it with in yawn. it and then yawn if you're a girl and fill up the tub we give horrible advice on this show. I can concede that that last one's bad advice. I will say, Monica, I understand what you are saying about wanting your body to just like have a pleasant smell. Yeah. But do you think you could do that with like a coconut oil or a lotion or something? Because that's what I do is like I'll put like a coconut oil on after the shower, but I haven't necessarily washed my limbs. That's I mean, look, you're doing the conventional moisturizing routine. We talked about your skincare routine yesterday, your skincare video on Vogue. We talked about that with, with the guest, guest as well. With, uh, and I'm going for like the soap smell, like the natural smell uh -huh. 
from my volcanic ash soap. I just want to smell like that. Yeah. And I do smell like that. I wonder if we can make that into a perfume for you because you can send it into a scent place and be like, this is my favorite scent. Yes, this is my favorite scent. I want to smell like this, but I only have it in a soap. I want it in a lotion. I want it in a perfume. I want it in an oil and and it can do it. Okay, can I ask you a question? Oh, sure. Yeah, so you just learned that about the volcanic soap and you've got a nice solution for her. That's great. But you've also known for a year now that I love the smell of my ball soap. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I said, I wish it was a cologne. I've said that like 30 times in front of you. Yeah, I have it written in my planner to do that for oh, your, <laughs> like I, I know, okay. I. that's why I know how, that you can make okay. a scent because I've looked it up. Oh, that's even Don't better. Don't ruin it. Okay. You, I just forced you into ruining no, it. No, it's not ruin. I'll still give you a I fun gift. I just didn't gift. know why you wanted Monica to have a nice perfume like her thing, but you didn't care. Because I already Maybe you wrote don't like it. the smell of my ball. No, I do. Oh. I already wrote it down for you as a gift. In my one of my notebooks, I have a page where it's what people say and oh. like good gifts for the future. Okay. Which by the way, can I say one thing? I don't think you entirely unwrapped your popcorn present because I unwrapped the second half of it. There was a part in the box that had bubble wrap. It is a motorcycle helmet no. that, that they have hollowed out and what? put popcorn decals all over that has a handle Get out. and the inside is a popcorn bowl. I did not see that. I know. Oh I, I unwrapped the bubble wrap. So For people who don't know, Aaron and I, when we go shopping for popcorn, we're never certain which one has the most butter because every one of them is a superlative. Butteriest butter, extra butter, movie theater, extra butter. Extreme. McButtery's buttery. Yeah. Electric butter. Red and butters. And so my idea was to come out with too much fucking butter flavor. Mm -hmm. And then I said it enough times that by God, Mr. Redenbacher sent us a box of too much fucking butter. They printed, printed new boxes. Yes. It's not a sticker. They printed boxes. They put them through <laughs> Orville, through the switch. Orville himself. Yep. Dax's Too Much Fucking Butter movie theater popcorn. And in it, they included a little remote control car that has a popcorn bowl on top. So it's you can the most creative. deliver the popcorn. And what I realized is the other half of it that was just under bubble wrap is a hollowed out helmet that is oh. a popcorn bowl. I wish I would have realized that for the football game. Okay, so colonoscopy, check. Uller, check. And can we now talk about your show? Sure. Because I'm rabid for it. Have you watched it? I have not. Oh my God, is it fucking. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. First of all, three people I was in the Groundlings with wrote this. Hugh, Rachel, and Larry. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's fun. And then when you pitched me the idea, which was like, gone girl, but a comedy, Mm -hmm. I said, whew, that is swinging for the fences. Like that is going to be one of the hardest needles to thread of laughing yet having story with suspense that drives those things. Mind you, I'm sure it's what people thought when Edgar Wright wanted to make Sean with the Dead. Like, well, wait, what's Sean of the Dead? How is it going to be a comedy and gore? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Well, so I had some reservations. I'm naturally probably as you would say our pattern has been is I'm a little more protective of Mm -hmm. you than you are, which is its own thing and its own thing to observe, which is like, you really just pick the things you like, which is impressive. And you've had some losers from that and you've had some outrageous Mm -hmm. winners from that. And I've not been right at predicting any of them. So it was useless, but I thought, Whoo, this is a big old swing. Yeah. This is a big, big, big swing. And so I, I was a little nervous 
But now I've seen the finished thing and it's incredible. <laughs> it's, I can't believe they did it. We also got to give a big shout out to Michael Lehman, the director mm-hmm. of it, because he directed all of the True Blood. True Blood. He directed Heathers. Oh, yeah, he directed, yeah. Originally, yeah. yeah. But like, and I think some Westworlds, like he's a really high end TV director. Yeah. And the Veronica Mars reboot. Oh, right, 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 right. I pulled him in for that. Yeah. Right. So he's just so talented. And so he made the world so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying to Kristen while we were watching it, like, if this isn't the power of the formula in action, I've never seen it so this strong. This genre is bulletproof. This genre of a psychological thriller, particularly the ones written by women for women, mm-hmm. it is absolutely bulletproof because how we attempted to build suspense while increasing the absurdity and were somehow able to lovingly poke mm-hmm. fun at this genre. Celebrating celebrating it with smiles while keeping people interested in the whodunit of it all. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And the whole time we were shooting it, every single actor, I, mean, I was looking at my scene partners and we were both going, what are we doing? This is, are we terrible? Is this anything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we even doing here? Yeah, all your scenes with Tom Riley are so incredible. And he might have the hardest job in the show because he has to be scary and set up all this comedy and look like a fucking insane person quite often. He has to play so many different roles because what the audience might not realize is the formula for this is that you meet a woman who is very sympathetic. She's going through grief. She's drinking too much. You want her to succeed, but she's making bad choices. Did she see a murder? She utters the obligatory line, I know what I saw. And Uh. then you you're in. But what you don't realize is all the other characters in the show, you're not actually seeing them. You're seeing her imaginary version of them. Mm-hmm. So at one moment, he moves in across the street. She wants him to be the husband she's always needed. And yeah. he looks fabulous oh, and he's so studly. He and then when she starts to get scared and thinking who he done it, in the who done it, he done it, sure. she starts to see his venom. And so you're viewing all of these other characters in the show through your female protagonist's eyes. So mm. they are just a rainbow of different people. Yeah, I'm laughing, laughing, laughing. But then the end of each episode is super effective, cliffhangery formula that I'm like dying to watch the mm-hmm. next one. And then jokes, jokes, jokes. I'm scared, jokes, jokes, jokes. Fuck, who did do this? Like you're sucked into both things at the same time. It's incredible. I'm really, really impressed. Thank you. Say the name of the, of course I didn't do research on you, but then it occurred to me, I should have at least written the title down because I'll never know the title. Why don't you take a crack at it? Think of the title sequence that you loved. Oh, it's the funniest title sequence I've ever seen because the title of the show is a paragraph. So it's the woman in the window across the street from the girl in the bedroom. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. They almost shortened it. So when they set up the title sequence, it's like they're trying to go through it, but it's a paragraph. So now in the title sequence, they just start kind of smash cutting to words, but there's too many words. So it starts going really fast and they just pop out for this entire title. It's just the word from the, and it's all nonsense. Oh my God. The title sequence is an A plus joke. It is an A plus joke. This was my main concern. If you recall, I was like, Boy, this is tough because you got to hook people into the reality of the show. But also, if you don't let them know that it's a satire, they're going to be like, why is Kristen in this show? That's kind of what my fear for you was. My protective fear was that. And so I kept thinking, like, you guys need to wink a little bit more earlier on. Mm -hmm. That's where the finest tuning happened, which they dialed it perfectly. Yeah. 
And so never in my mind was I thinking, oh, there might also be a title sequence between that first scene and this, and the title sequence itself might tell you it's insane. That's why I wanted to keep the title so bad because there was talk from a lot of business people that were involved of like, oh, well, it doesn't fit in the box. We need it to be easily searchable. All the things that you need to maintain when you're running a platform like Netflix. And you have data, you know, if it's uh, 100%. Uh, yeah, wedding crashers, yes. hangover. And this was the hill that I died on. I called everyone <laughs> there and I said, I will not stop calling you until you agree to keep this title. You have to keep the title because you have to let people know that we're winking. If only because in all the scenes that I was doing, particularly in the scenes with Tom, the dialogue, it was like so on the nose and for lack of a better description, just kind of not great. Terrible. Yeah. And and you're reading it and and you had to completely relinquish who you were as an actor because as an actor, <laughs> I would normally go, huh, hey, can I talk to the writer real quick? This is a tiny bit on the nose. Is there another way I could say this that might be more interesting? And Tom and I had to fight our instincts because you actually have to surrender to the genre. You're not in charge as an actor. You have to let the genre live. Also, actually even more complicated, a new genre, a satire thriller. Yeah. Maybe there's others and I don't know about it. So I don't think so because we did quite a bit of research trying to figure out what our tone would be. We wanted it to be subtle. We wanted the jokes to be like, you start to notice that my character has a fat ego about, you know, she's an artist, of course. And she's always dressed really well, even though you're like, where did she get her money? Because in every single one of these, the undoing, they're always like a preschool teacher and they're wearing Louis Vuitton. (laughs) And you're like, how? Well, that's funny. And she was a great painter. A great painter. And then they show the paintings. It's so average. Average. But everyone who walks by him is like, wow, you did these? <laughs> you got to paint again. Yeah. Because that's her version of them saying sort it? Sort of, but it's also not necessarily, it's the genre of like, wow, oh, she was girl. so talented. The Gone Girl yeah. protagonist had given up some great career as a journalist, maybe, or to move to yeah. the town. God, I yeah, love that book, though. And we love the author. Live show Chicago, if yeah. you recall. Oh, yeah. Jillian Flynn. Yeah. And by the way, like, Jillian writes the best of all of them. And in the ones in the 80s, we felt like were, um, Tom made this point the other day of like, they were a little kitschier. Like, you have like basic instinct. They were a little bit more wink, wink, or stylized. They were almost like intentionally B-movies. Yeah, 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 but they've gotten really, really sincere. You see like the undoing and you're like, whoa. I think that's where Rachel, Hugh, and Larry were like, hey, maybe we could kind of <laughs> poke fun at this a little bit. Wouldn't that be interesting? And I have to assume Rachel must actually love those shows because she seems to be an expert of that genre. She's read every single one and watched every single one. And so much so that she had so much incredible input, like the bookcase that we never even do an insert of behind my character as she's looking out the window this half the season. There's all these books lined up and it's like the woman on the grid, the girl in the floorboards, the all oh, the, the stupidest titles. The lady could, in the rafters. Yeah. That you could imagine. <laughs> what is the undoing? The Nicole Kidman, oh, Hugh Grant one. We didn't know who killed who. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was a weird one. Because it was yeah. not for me, but it was for me. Same, same, same. Like, yeah, those cliffhangers made me want to keep watching. But the whole time I was watching, I was like, I don't like this. But then I had to finish. <laughs> I hope people have the same reaction with this show. Yeah, yeah. I it, don't like this. This is bad. But I've got to finish I it. i got to oh, get through it. It's so fucking good. When does it come out? It's available on Netflix. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Yes. Damn. That's like. Is there an acronym for that? Yeah. We have a hashtag 
and it's incredible because it's all a, just a jumble of like it's literally like you smash the keyboard it's very fun do you know that that's ricky glassman's unique skill do you guys know that about him what he can make acronyms real time like you could say 20 things no and he immediately will surprised. give it to you as an acronym it's a it's a real superpower that's very cool Speaking of new shows, everyone's got a new show, but Ricky's Monica got and I. As We See It, which is great. Oh. It's a beautiful show. I need to watch that too. Lots yeah. to watch. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, so yeah, congrats. I haven't felt this way, and this is no disrespect. You've been so many wonderful things. House of was great. Of course, Good Place was great, but I haven't been hooked by one of your shows since Ron Mars. Mm. Where like, if you recall... You tried to interrupt me on like episode three and I yelled. Yeah, like, you were like, shut up, up, you're talking to Weevil. Like yeah, you're having yeah. it out with Weevil. Yeah, you, which I thought was so sweet because you watched it just because you thought I got to get through this girl's yeah. work. We're dating now. I got to know what she's done. And I then, just told that story like this week and I yeah. phrased it exactly the same way. I guess I'm going to get through this. You and know? then you got hooked. That made me so yeah. happy. And I'm hooked. Uh, like when this is over, I'm going to blast through the remaining Four. So fun. Where, you know what's cool too is in some ways it's Yellowstone-esque. Yeah, in the you drama know, of yeah, it all. Where you're just kind of like, I'm shocked how much I love this genre or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, Well, there's so much fun to be had. Like, There's so many stereotypes that we all we have to do is show them. We don't even have to make fun of them. Like one of your favorite runners you said was my neighbor Carol is constantly talking about her husband, Scott. Scott has a very big meeting tomorrow. Please keep it down. Scott has important clients coming in. You have to be yeah. at that. Did you get any of our mail? Scott is expecting a very important letter. Like she's so <laughs> oh into Scott's career and it's <laughs> the stupidest runner and it means nothing, but it really makes you laugh when it happens. Oh, wow. And it reminds you, oh, yeah, there are people that talk like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so wonderful. That is so fun. I'm so excited. Oh, that's really, really good. What else you got in the hopper, love? Hmm. The titan of industry that you are. Oh, wow. You've really turned your sword to the producing world, and I don't know that people know that. You produce, what, seven or nine shows at this point? I produce a few things, yeah. Uh, um, do re mi. Do re mi on Amazon. It's entertainment, but it will give your child a music education. It was formed in the wake of music being slashed from public schools. And we thought, why can't we teach music theory in an entertainment show? And it's got really catchy songs that Jackie Tone wrote. And we love it. And a friend of ours' child's already uh, obsessed with it, which is like all you want. Oh, yeah. Lots of kids. Yeah. Yeah, Our daughters sing it all the time. And they don't like anything I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, another show that will be out on Nickelodeon at the end of 2022 called The Tiny Chef. Oh, and he's the cutest the little cutest fella. Guy. If you don't follow him on Instagram, you must. You the must. Tiny Chef. How's he talk, love? Can you oh, I, c- I could never do him. And that's saying a lot because I yeah, can do yeah, a lot yeah, of voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is the sweetest. The show comes out with Nickelodeon and Imagine. We're producing at the end of 2022. I'm very excited about that. And then you're out pitching something with a lot of our friends, brother. Oh, yeah. And then Monica and I have a little side hustle of a producing. We might try to make something bigger out of mom splaining, the little digital show we do. And then I'm pitching a show with Ryan Hansen to Universal that's looking very likely. And yeah, lots of behind the scenes producing yeah, stuff. Yeah. Even developing a show with Jess. Developing a show with Jess, yes, and developing a show with these guys I love called the Dumb Dads Pod. Oh, yes. Who are these comedians, and they just do a ton of funny TikTok and Instagram videos about the dad world and being a stay-at-home dad, and I find them so entertaining. Yeah, taking a lot of people and trying to get them a Yeah, some action. Yeah. Put them in the game. Piece of the pie. Also, because you just said, I can do most people, which is the truth. You're a certified mimic. And this, again, ding, 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 Yellowstone. 
Uh, one of our favorite characters on Yellowstone, if you watch it, his is Grandpa. Is Grandpa, who mm-hmm. he's kind of taken Jimmy under his wing. He's one of the cowboys that's branded. Mm-hmm. Side note: Before you do the impersonation, I guess it's we're on season three, and fucking Granddad takes his top off, and we Holy hit the deck. Schnikes. <laughs> this guy's carrying about a hundred and ninety pounds of lean muscle no, mass. No, he lo- it looked never- like a still from Fight Club. <laughs> who is it? He's like, a grandpa. I don't want to oh. offend him, but he's way over 70. I don't mm. think he's way over 70, okay. but he's not a spring chicken. He plays the older guy. The names are sometimes hard for us, so we just call him grandpa. And if you put basically like gray hair on Charlie and a big oh, gray wow. mustache. It's exceptional. Ooh. And there was no hint of it prior to this. Just all of a sudden, he's in the bunkhouse in a They're A-frame. playing a drinking game and they take their shirts off and we were like, whoa. We were wow. freeze framing, t- popping pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, we immediately are on with Luke Grimes saying, you better find out who grandpa's trainer is. <laughs> but anyways, this is how he talks to Jimmy. So I'm going to try and make this not a spoiler, but he and Jimmy are going to the rodeo. I can say that. Yeah. Okay. He always calls him Jimmy. And he says, <laughs> you'll be swimming in buckle bunnies no time, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get to the rodeo and this really attractive cowgirl stops and says hi to Jimmy. And Grandpa says, that's a buckle bunny, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, goodness. So wow. the entire time we watch Yellowstone, Kristen repeats every one of Granddad's lines. <laughs> and you do a pretty good, the sister too, as I recall. People who haven't seen Yellowstone, like me, I can't relate Mm -hmm. but you can do so many impressions so maybe you should do a couple others that people will know okay well for the folks that watch the crown she does an incredible whoever margaret thatcher oh oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's spot on (laughs) she does what are probably i don't have the lines in my head uh, oh your majesty yeah, I need to know the words, uh, I though. I got it. I'll find um, it. I'll find it. We, we have plenty uh, of time. Yeah, so I'm just happy. Uh, sure to let her know. Oh, I man, can't remember. That that's yeah, right. that might be, yeah. But what about, these like, so a Drew ba- That's what I mean. Like, I don't know if everyone knows all these people, but to show your real skill level, well, it I, needs to be someone that everyone knows. A Drew Barrymore, which I know you do. A- well, the problem with her is, as you'll recall, is that if she's around the person, she can nail it. Like, if they're in her orbit, she can do them spot on. But then that's where your memory gets fucked up. Because you used to do... An incredible Vince Vaughn, which only I've only mm-hmm. heard Justin do. Yeah. Do you remember how he talks? He'll go like, "Yeah, I mean that's the only thing you might want." Oh, like yeah, he yeah. he has that kind of um. Yeah. 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 I mean yeah. that was also Sing-song-y. going into Owen Wilson a little bit, but yeah, he yeah, has that. Uh, I don't know why don't we just give everybody a cell phone? Yeah, yeah. cell phone, cell phone, and then Drew, come on, oh. Miracle. What was the whale's what was name? The whale's name. <laughs> Come on, Bam Bam, you can do it. So good. When she's talking to them. Bam Bam. Come on, Bam Bam, you can do it. Oh, it's dead man, on. it's solid. It's you, so good. You and Justin need to get together and do like Just a kind it. of mimic fucking podcast or something. SNL missed an opportunity. Oh, they shit they, the they, fucking they bed did. They by missed not out having, big having you on They there. did. Yeah, they blew it. They blew Lauren. it, and now they don't have anybody to do impressions because they miss me. <laughs> there was somebody else. Oh, who did we just watch the viral video 
Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Monica, when you showed this to me, I thought... Rob showed it to me to also give credit. It's the best video to come out of 2021, 100%. And it goes a little something like... Um, the show you. Well, what's it called? You. Well, I never did a show on measles. We never did a show on measles. What's he talking about? Stupid. <laughs> you. It's called you. Stupid. I, uh, there's a show on Netflix called Laura Ingram. It's so good. <laughs> it's so uh, uh, there's a show on Netflix called Laura Ingram. And she just, the, she does not believe him. Let me just say what our household is, is like generally you and I have like nine different things we're stuck on. And just all day long, you just hear like, back up. What's his back name? Up. Terry. Terry, back up. Terry, back that up. That amazing <laughs> firework video where Terry didn't back up quick enough. <laughs> so anytime something's like a misfire in the kitchen and you got your hands full and shit's dropping, you, either of us would just be like, Terry, back up. Or now it's always, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that is an incredible clip. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. So talented, so pretty. So kind. What a gift to America. That's right. I'm so proud of you. I really hope people watch the lady in the doghouse watching a kitten have watching, soup on have a roller coaster. Watching a kitten have soup, yes. <laughs> a woman in the house <laughs> across the street from the girl in the window. Thanks for giving me some airtime. I appreciate you both. Well, and you, yeah. Wobby Wob. Well, I love you. I love and you I too. really want everyone to watch the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Ooh. That's a buckle bunny, Jimmy. That's a buckle bunny, Jimmy. All right, love you guys. Stay tuned for more Armchair Expert, if you dare. And now my favorite part of the show, the fact check with my soulmate, Monica Padman. You're dressed like a who? A, A teddy bear. Yeah, I'm in Skims. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kim Kardashian Skims. Oh, she has her own line? Oh, yeah. Skims is a huge... Wait, she owns Skims? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you were saying, like, she had a line at No, Skims. no, no. Skims is, is Kim Kardashian's. Wow. hmm It's a very wow, good wow, product. Wow, wow, Speaking of the Kardashians, you would be better to answer this. Remember in... First episode of Cheer, they're showing them all be famous. Yeah. And they go on the Ellen show. Yeah. Was that a Kardashian? A Jenner. Yeah. How tall is she? She's a model. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Kendall Jenner. Okay. She's got to be, like, pushing six feet, I think. I mean, cheerleaders are small, and Ellen is of average height, I suppose. Yeah. But she looked really, really like, like I was out there. She's a runway model. She's very tall oh and very God. beautiful. Oh, wow. Bruce's Good daughter. Oh. Bruce and... Um, um, Caitlin. And how do we say that? Because it, it was Bruce's daughter. I think I would... I'm going to say... Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. Caitlin and... What's her name? I'm blanking. Chris. It's Chris Kardashian and, and Caitlyn Caitlin's Jenner's daughter. daughter. Right. Kendall Jenner. You know, the documentary series we watched, the sports documentary series. Yes, the one with Malice in the Palace. Yeah. And they did Jenner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they did Bruce's whole story. Right. And Caitlyn is telling it, but Caitlyn is referring to that time as Bruce. Right, 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 right. But Caitlyn's also just an enigma- 
additionally, because she didn't want gay marriage to be legal. There's yeah. like a lot of paradoxical things, or she, what I would imagine. She's a controversial character. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Untold. 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 Such a good show. Such series. a good show. And a ding, ding, ding for an upcoming guest. I'm not going to spoil anything, but we have a guest we do. in route that was a part of that series. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, we were talking about the Kardashians. So Chloe's the one I saw on Ellen, and she's. No, um, Kendall. Oh, oh, oh. Kendall Jenner. K- Kendall Jenner. So, okay. So there's Kendall Jenner, Kylie Jenner. Okay. Those are kids of. Chris Kardashian and Caitlyn. Okay. The, so those two sisters. Then the other three sisters are from Robert that's Shapiro. Right. Robert Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> They're from Robert Kardashian and Chris Kardashian. Was okay. Okay. So Shapiro was OJ's attorney, but Kardashian was his good friend who hooked him up with. That's who how I also, got confused. Also on his team, in the mix there, the dream team. Yeah. 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 Um, What's well, yeah. an interesting name for it? I think they called it that. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. So. <laughs> well, first of all, your little bear outfit just made me think of a video that Charlie sent me uh, mm. from Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it, but you know my great fantasy is to fight a mountain lion. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it all the time. And um, I don't want to fight a bear. Okay. I don't have any desire to fight a bear. I don't think I can win that fight. And there's a video of this kind of older man with a beard he's a mountain man and it's like uh, at his like mountain house and there's a screened in porch and is he's out there with like his cat or his dog and as his dog walks by the screen door which is open Mm -hmm. a fucking bear comes at it and the guy immediately drops on his knees like a greco-roman wrestler i said to charlie this guy definitely was like a college wrestler he's old and he gets in his firmest position. He, there's a bucket next to him. He swats the bucket at the bear, and then he lunges up like a fucking Greco-Roman wrestler and shoves this bear. Oh, They're in it for Jesus. a minute. He wrestles a bear and gets the bear out of the fucking screened-in porch and wins, and then wow. slides a couch in front of the door opening. <laughs> and this guy, if you just glance at him, and you said, by the way, in five seconds, this guy's going to be fighting a very large bear. You're like, that guy's gone. And guess what? That's the thing about these guys with wrestling skills. You just don't know. Mm-mm. You don't know. Or Oscar De La Hoya. If you were to meet Oscar De La Hoya, do you even know who that is? I heard the name. The boxer. He was a tremendous middleweight boxer. I think middleweight. Tremendous. Tremendous. Legendary. So cute. Mm. So cute and kind looking. And mm. he was on an episode of Punked. And the oh. whole time I was sitting there looking at him, he, I think he probably boxed at 145 or something. So I am much bigger than him. Yeah. And he's so sweet looking. And I'm thinking, man, you know, that guy flips you off in traffic and gets out of his car and you see him walk into your car. Uh-oh. You're out in two seconds. Look at this little cutie guy coming at you. I said to him, and we have boxing gloves and I'm wearing a boxing ring. And I said, you know, don't hurt me, but I would like to experience the combination. Oh, wow. And he said, okay. And Monica, I felt two punches before I saw the first one coming, which was the third. Oh, my God. I could, you couldn't see the jab. The jab was invisible. He was so fast. And I was That's like, amazing. Oh, it really doesn't matter what size this person is. You, you're getting hit. You can't even respond. Wow. Yeah. And then he told me, you know, which was interesting, was BTS about boxing. He said, I said, oh, my God, you're so fast. I've never experienced someone move their hands that fast. It's like, it's boggling. And he said, and you know, it's only at best half of boxing. He said, you either have a chin or you don't. People are born with a chin or they're not. What does that mean? 
you can't knock them out. Like you can hit them in the chin all day long. That's the button. That's generally where when guys get knocked out, they get hit in the oh in the jaw and it shoves their jaw back and it's in your top. Whatever the physiology, that's when people get knocked out. It's generally right on the button, which is your chin. Got it. And the very one, my favorite fighter all growing up was Julio Cesar Chavez. The guy, you couldn't knock out. He had fought a hundred fights undefeated. And his record was, I don't know that it'll ever get matched. He was at one point, like 99 and 0 or something. And oh it's because you could, there was no knocking him out. They took a um, an x-ray of his cranium. It was abnormally thick, as people can wow, have. Yeah, that may, yeah. Thinner or thicker craniums. And that's just half of the thing is like half of it's administering punishment and the other half is taking punishment. Oof. And if you don't have that second half, it doesn't really matter. BTS. BTS. Okay, so this is kind of an interesting fact check because it's it's seconds after we have concluded the interview, I had Rob take some facts down for me. This will be interesting. Yeah. This your first ever fact check? Uh, yeah. And under fire, real mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's exciting. This is really exciting and novel. Okay, first one on here. Does Bob the pool guy look out for Carly or Keith? Oh. And it seems like he texted Carly to ask. And Carly said he would still tell Dax only if Keith or I cheated. <laughs> so he's still very oh loyal God. to you. And I'd say he. So that's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. Okay, Kristen asked, how long do you flush a wound out? She asked the nurses this. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, rinse the wound for at least five minutes to remove dirt, debris, and bacteria. Wounds that are large, deep, or bleeding nonstop should be treated by a professional. Oh, yes. Kristen asked, is it better to air a scab or wrap it? To promote an optimal healing environment, keep it covered, says Bandaid.com. Well. <laughs> so it was, I, I gave a follow-up <laughs> non-biased one. Oh, there's more. Yeah, just read here that Diet Coke is safe from (laughs) dietcoke.com. The Cleveland Health website says airing out most wounds isn't beneficial because wounds need moisture to heal. Leaving a wound uncovered may dry out new surface cells, which can increase pain or slow the healing process. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a great question. Is it normal to fart after your colonoscopy? Oh, well, I already know the answer. Yeah, you already to this. know the answer yeah. is yes. You may have a bloated, gaseous feeling in your abdomen after a colonoscopy. Passing gas and belching will help. Walking or lying down on your left side with your knees flexed may relieve the discomfort. That's what you did for the ninety-second fart when wow. I was a teen. She encouraged me to do. Oh, that. Oh, she did. He's like, pull your knees up, Lynn. Did you it you're smell? Gonna... No. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, it's yeah. just sound because it's just air. Hilarious sounds because if, when it, that long, you're going to get almost every octave of a fart, oh, every kind of flappy gosh. sound, a, a high-pitched scream, a thunderous roar, a thunderclap. In a fireworks display, it's the grand finale. Wow. Yeah. It's spectacular. Honestly, it was fun. I mean, the fact that my mom peed her pants on the fucking bed is- I get it. That's the capper of the whole thing. Laura's pretty famous for peeing her pants. In fact, with any luck, because Laura will be at the PDX show- Oh, yeah. My mom- Maybe we can make her pee her pants at the show. That would be nice. And if she does, we'll call her on stage and point at the pee stain and everyone can laugh and point at my mom. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah, everyone will love that. Especially my mom. She loves to have her pee pointed out. By a few thousand strangers. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The woman who got pregnant from stabbing. Thank you. Yes. Okay. 15-year-old girl, African nation of, what looks like Lesotho, L-E-S-O-T-H-O. 
Okay, yeah, just before she was stabbed in the abdomen, she had practiced fellatio with her new boyfriend and was caught in the act by her former lover. The fight with knives ensued. A plausible explanation for this pregnancy is that the sperm gained access to the reproductive organs via the injured gastrointestinal tract. And she had some disorder where she didn't have a vagina. Right. So they there was no like you're just lying. Yeah, yeah. She did have some kind of um, congenital thing, I believe. Wow, that's just so many factors coming together. She probably has a lot of pussy pack. I want to know what was going on with her vagina that it was uh, inoperational. Yeah. Do we think it was closed? Like there was no, because she would have had to have a urethra. Vulva showed no vagina, only a shallow skin dimple was present below the external urethral meatus between the labia minora. Technically known as a blind vagina. (gasps) Oh. Oh my God. What if the doctor, like, so imagine, like, for her, um, there was this horrendous violent uh, episode. She probably comes to in the doctor. She's 15, so we don't know how many other vaginas she's seen. She, so she is finding out so much stuff. She's like, okay, so you were stabbed, um, you're pregnant, and you have blind vagina. Oh. But she already knew about her blind vagina. Well, that's what, if she didn't know what a vagina was supposed to be like, she only knew her well, vagina. Why would she, well, she, well. This article says the patient was well aware of the fact that she had no vagina. Oh. Speaking of blind vaginas. Yeah. My glasses should be coming in any day now for my eyes. Oh. Mm-hmm. And what did they say when you were in there? Like, you have a drastically wrong prescription or moderate? Moderate. Actually, he was like, yeah, you can wear them like whenever. You don't have to wear them all the time. I think he's basically saying I had moderate mild. to severe. Psoriasis? No. Mild to no issue. Oh my gosh. I know. Blind? Mild to blind. Hiccupops. Yeah. Hiccupops are designed to outsmart the body's hiccup response. When certain nerves in your mouth, throat, or abdomen are irritated, your brain sends a signal to your diaphragm that tells it to contract. This causes air to rush toward the back of your throat, making that uncomfortable hick sound that comes leaping from your mouth. The ingredients in hiccupops reset the hiccup reflex and return your breathing to normal. All this happens in just a few seconds while you enjoy a delicious... Is this on the bag of hiccupops? It's on their website, yes. <laughs> delicious what? Delicious, Ooh. ingenious lollipop. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bandaid.com. Okay. <laughs> I've been reading so much Sedaris lately. And he has this story, I don't know if you've ever read it, about, like, he has these icebreakers. So, like, when he's traveling around domestically, he asks people, like, what their annual rainfall is. And then he has one where he says, um, you know, what sound does chickens make? Oh, this is when he travels internationally. He'll ask what sound a rooster makes. And every language has its own interpretation of that sound. Onomatopoeia? Like, you're right, you're trying to write out the sound of the word. Yeah. Hiccup is probably a great one, too, as an icebreaker. Like, I wonder Hiccup, yeah. nationally w- how people have written out that oh, sound. Oh, interesting. Like, in Germany, I wonder what, or como se dice hiccup. Okay, Wait, that was for my sh- Spanish-speaking audience. We can ask Anna how they say. Oh, in, in or what Spanish. Is it? What, how would you say this? <gasps> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to ask her. Okay, real-time Stay ask. Tuned Stay for tuned for next T- week. TBD. Okay. Oh, my God. The acronym for the show This is great. Wow. T-W-I-T-H-A-T-S-F-T-G-I-T-W. Wow. The woman in the house at the 
What what is it? The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Yeah. And so what's interesting is, you know, when they send screeners, like if we have a guest on and they have a show, they'll send us like, and the show's not out, they'll send us a link, right? Or they'll use these different apps. Well, Netflix, ingenious as they always are, it's just, it's on Netflix. So like if you have the code, you just get a four digit thing, you search it, you hit play, it just asks you for a four. So it's already on their server. You don't have to yeah. go to a separate platform and sign into that whole bullshit. So what's great, though, is that when you search it, it brings it up in the full menu. So I just type in woman and you get all these woman. And to see that title card or the one sheet next to all the others is really laughable. I bet. It's really, really just visually hysterical. There's way too many fucking words. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is so funny. Um, Look, she's not even here now. And I'm going to tell you, it's fucking outstanding. No, I believe it. I I believe it. I'm excited to watch it. Okay, who plays Grandpa on Yellowstone? Lloyd. Lloyd his name is, his is name. Lloyd. Yep, 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 yep. And then he's played by Forey J. Smith. Forey J. Smith. And now, Rob, did you do any subsequent research? Because I got a hunch he's a real cowboy. Like when I saw that body, I'm like, th- there's no explanation to that body other than that motherfucker has lived hay bales for decades. He's a skilled horseman who works as a stuntman. There oh, we go. Stuntman. That makes sense. I wonder if DeCastro knows him. And if so, I wonder if I can hook up with his trainer. Because the thing, the gains he's making are impossible. Oh, we haven't talked about gains in a while. Yeah, two times gains. Forey is such an interesting name. Mm-hmm. And I saw today the most popular baby names of 2021. Oh. I thought that was interesting. And what were they? Top Boy name is Arlo. Arlo. Uh, top girl. Okay. Speaking of gains, perfect ten Charlie, perfect ten Erica. Erica. She's going to hate this. And I oh, almost texted I it to her, and I was like, actually, it's going to break her heart. I can't. Yes, because I happen to know three people that named their son Atlas. Like I had three friends that named their kid Atlas independently, and and I made the mistake of telling one Nate. Yeah. Because we're besties. Yeah. And I could tell, like, mm, that was a mistake. No one wants to hear that. He was upset. Well, and I was upset because Lincoln came out, the movie Lincoln came out right after we named Lincoln Lincoln. And I was oh. like, oh, this is going to lead to a rash of people naming their kids Lincoln. You know what? It's okay. This didn't used to be an issue. Oh. Now everyone wants a unique name. They don't want anyone else to have their name. Right. No one had that before. Like It used to be you fine. threw the Bible up in the air, wherever it That's landed. Right. You, put, you found a name on one of the pages that was exposed, and that was your child's name. Joseph, Peter, Mary, you know, the, the whole gang. The- yeah, just the the, whole crew. those, those three. <laughs> we did look at a, the list when we were naming to a new baby. Yeah. Oh wait, like, is there a name? We have a name, but we haven't told anyone. Tell anymore. us. I don't like secrets. Tell us. Tell us. I don't think Natalie will like. Yeah. It. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, but anyway, Rob is smart. All to say, Erica really, if if they are to have another child, and if it is to be a girl, she has a name that she is <gasps> dying for. She wants it really, really bad. And it's the number one name on the girl list. What is it? Maeve. Maeve. It's a great name. Is it a shortening of Mavis the Powerball winner, who I hear from all the time on Instagram? Yes. So Mavis the Powerball winner has gotten so popular that people, and they they learned her nickname was Maeve. Yeah. And Maven too, right? That's a thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but this is just Maeve. M-A-E-V-E. M-A-E-V-E. I can't throw any stones. I live in a glass fucking house. That's the thing. I lo- I think it's a beautiful name. Oh, no. I like the name. I mean the propulsion to have an original name oh, for I your see. kid. 
Which yeah. I I do wonder if that's an American thing. Oh my God, I'm so glad we're on this topic because I've been wanting to air this grievance forever. Mm. When I took German in ninth grade, they gave us our German names. Oh. I can't tell you how many fights I was in about this. What is it? My German name was Axel. That's great. My name is Dax in Germany. It doesn't matter if I, that there's no such okay. thing as I have a different fucking name in another language. That's insane. Well, I still call um, Total Wolf Total Wolf. If he's American, his name's Total Wolf. He doesn't come to America and speak English and change it to Tom, you know. But this is kind of like the hiccup thing. Onomatopoeia? Maybe maybe they read that <laughs> no, and no. they pronounce that. They that get rid axle. of the consonant? Maybe. No, 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 no. Okay, she just made, she took popular German names and assigned them to us indiscriminately, oh. or at least because mine had an X. She at least put the effort in to pair okay. up an X. But I literally had battles with fellow classmates that they're like, no, that's your name in German. I'm like, no, it's oh, not. Oh, I see. My German friend would introduce me as Dax, not Axel. That's right. Germany is Deutschland in German. Germany. Wait, am I just... See? I, I might be just fucking up my point. You ruined your point. Oh, shit, I was coming so far. Yeah, it's a different word. Yeah, but that makes more sense because that's what the English labeled it on a map versus what the Germans called themselves. That kind of makes sense. Okay, and so your name is Axel in, <sighs> in Germany. I don't think it is. Wow, but. you... you <laughs> Wowie, wow. Hoisted by my own fatard. <laughs> Your own fartard. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that's it. Thank you, Rob, for yeah. taking those facts. You're welcome. You're welcome. That they were great. My favorite one was to promote an optimal healing environment. Keep it covered, says Band Aid. <laughs> With a Band Aid brand, Band Aid. <laughs> Love you. Love you. 